Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, uh, it has not been a good week for UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson. That's probably an understatement. First, uh, lost the vote on Tuesday into uh, leaving Brexit. Uh, with uh, no deal, leaving the UK, uh, EU with no deal, uh, then lost his majority, lost a bid to call an election yesterday, and then today his brother quits. My goodness, uh, what is left? Let's bring in Eves Tibbergine, professor in political science, University of British Columbia, and distinguished fellow at the Asia Pacific Foundation of Canada, and is with us now. Eves, thanks for the time, much appreciated. Hello, Scott, good to be with you. So, how does the UK move forward now? Well, this is, this is the greatest political crisis in the UK's history since World War II. And this is one of those cases where it's impossible to predict what will happen. There are a range of pathways, but the complications are so many, and they all interact with each other, and most scenarios are bad. Uh, so that is very hard to know. So at the end of the day, is an election the only remedy here? I mean, after all, uh, the public didn't vote, uh, vote for Boris Johnson. Obviously, we're at a serious logjam here. Uh, is an election the only out at this point? Yes, it's the likely outcome. Um, but that election will, is completely unpredictable. So if, if the election happens, um, well, uh, you have Boris Johnson going, you know, completely hard on the EU, so losing the entire pro-EU wing of the Conservative Party. And then he has to decide what to do with the Brexit party. Does he do an alliance or does he fight them? Uh, and can he win a majority in those conditions? On the other hand, uh, the opposition is divided. Uh, but they have an overall majority. Boris Johnson cannot have more than sort of 40% support. But he, he could win or he could fail. It's a big gamble. Uh, considering where he is, he is right now, though, does he have a choice? Uh, he probably doesn't have a choice. But also calling the election is not in his hands. Because unlike Canada, in the UK they have a law that requires a two-third majority vote in, in the Commons to allow for an election that's out of uh, calendar. And so Labour will have to decide this weekend, do they let the election happen or do they keep controlling Boris Johnson through the Parliament they have? Uh, what would be the best solution for Jeremy Corbyn? I, I mean, it, it seems odd that an opposition party doesn't want an election. Usually that's what they're always calling for. Well, he has to calculate, right? Mm-hmm. If, uh, if he thinks that uh, this is dangerous, because they had a European parliamentary election, uh, you know, including in the UK last uh, spring in uh, May, and Labour was trounced. Uh, some, uh, there were some transfusions who went to the new Labour, new party, and then the Liberal Democrats did very well, uh, and then the hard Brexiteers did very well. So, I mean, it could be very, very dangerous for labor uh, under current conditions. Uh, so they have to calculate all this, right, over the weekend. Is Boris Johnson gambling, or is he frustrated that nothing can move forward and he sees this as the only out? Well, I mean, the truth is there is no majority in the Commons, in Parliament, or in the country for hard Brexit, mm-hmm. for no-deal Brexit. And Boris Johnson's game has been to force it through. Right. Because it's true also that the British public is tired of Brexit. They can't agree on what they want, because what they want, the EU will not give them, and that's normal. 
and and so uh, you know Boris Johnson has been trying to say, okay, I hear you. You're tired with it. I'm going to solve it. I'm going to force it. And even though you know only about 38 percent of the public accepts a no deal Brexit, he's going full him toward that. So that's you know in itself is a problem. <laughs> He must have a plan, though, behind that. He must have an, an ulterior motive for doing this, especially when most agree that a, an exit without a deal would be extremely harmful to the UK. So who is he hoping blinks here? What is he hoping happens if, uh, when an election is called? Say he wins. What does he hope to happen? How will that resolve the issue? Well, I think his number one priority is to show lead- leadership, to demonstrate leadership. Uh, and he has staked everything, now including his life, right? He's saying he would rather die and be in a ditch than uh, postpone Brexit past October 31st. So I think he's really about his own leadership. That's his top priority. And he somehow discounts the havoc that would come from Brexit. He thinks he can handle it. He has a very, very high image of himself. So his game is to keep power and to win through leadership. Um, I mean, his second game is to try to get a deal from the EU uh, to force them to blink, right? To give, uh, to get rid of the backstop on on Ireland. The EU listened to him at the G7, and they say, okay, we can change a little bit, but you have to come up with a new option about Ireland. We don't want a new uh, wall in the middle of Ireland and restart the war there. Uh, and he hasn't come up with a solution yet, right? So barring a new miracle on Ireland, there will be no deal, you know, before October 31st. And then, so his game is to force it through and somehow establish himself as the dominant uh, political leader. How is Boris Johnson viewing what has happened this week and the failures he's encountered? Did he expect this? Um probably nobody could expect the sequence, right? It's very Mm. hard to predict all those moves. But I think, what I believe is that he has tremendous energy, tremendous uh, esteem about himself. And I think he's a a very fast mover, right? He's a fighter. So you punch him, he punches back. So he's kind of his gut feeling. Um, And I think he is, he believes he is. He has more speed and more strength and more animal spirit, right, than anyone else. Hmm. So he will come on top somehow. When does the UK have to hold an election by? Um, <laughs> he is trying to get October fifteenth. So right. what we know is he's going to ask Parliament to approve the election next Monday. Right. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn has said first condition is you have to approve the. The, the no deal, the stop no deal bill. Right, right. Uh, and it was approved in the Commons with the 21 rebels supporting Labour, uh, but it was being slowed in, uh, in the game of the Lords because the Lords is, nowadays a lot of hawks there. Uh, it seems that the bill will go through before Monday. So the big moment will be Monday. Will If the bill has gone through, will Jeremy Corbyn approve the election? Then the election will be October 15th. Hmm. Uh, does an election necessarily mean another referendum? No. Uh, well, first, if Boris Johnson wins or with Brexit party or whatever, then, of course, he, he goes full steam ahead October 31st. If uh, the Liberal Democrats win, I think they have called for a new referendum. But it's, you know, it's normally impossible for the Liberal Democrats to win. 
if Labour wins, they're unsure what they want, right? We're not too sure about the, the Labour final platform. So do you do you see any party, uh, once an election is called, do you see any party pulling out a referendum and using that as a trump card? No pun intended. <laughs> right. Well, the Lib Dems... Will somebody will, play that card again? Yeah. <laughs> Liberal Democrats will advocate for a referendum. Uh, and then the Labour Party would have to, uh, you know, we'll see what they come up with in their platform. Their platform is a little fuzzy on Brexit. So they could... They could try to do that. It's possible, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that Boris Johnson wants a new deal with the EU rather than a new deal that will present Brexit? In other words, it's so hard to try to, I mean, spent three years trying to figure out what to do with Brexit uh, and still an incredibly divisive issue. Is that the answer or is the answer coming up with a new deal with the EU uh, that, that keeps all all members happy, gives them more uh, autonomy, keeps them happy, building a better EU as opposed to trying to leave it? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, uh, Boris Johnson will do everything to leave the EU. As long as you have Boris Johnson, he has stakes he wants in out. leadership. He wants to get out, right? He's not here to improve the EU. Uh, otherwise, he's toast, right? He has put everything on the line. So, um, but he, the problem of a deal, he would rather have a deal with the EU, but the EU requires a solution on Ireland, and nobody has found a solution about Ireland for the last two years, right? So it's very, very hard to solve. So um, uh, even though everybody is saying that if uh, the UK pulls out of the EU without a no Brexit or with a without a, a Brexit deal, that it will be catastrophic for the economy. Why does Boris Johnson keep pushing for this? Uh, is he trying to force another hand or does he want to try to deal with the possible recession that could come with exiting without a deal? Well, uh you know, political entrepreneurs and, and um, very, very strong-minded political leaders don't think this way. They think, first of all, about power and about leadership. Uh, and so for him, everything is about winning that power and consolidating it. And then he discounts the risks of the New Deal Brexit. And that's typical for, for political entrepreneurs. They tend to really have a high esteem in their own talent and their own capacity. So I think he's he thinks, well, if I can have power, consolidated power, I will handle it. It will be okay. I have the, the ability to do this. Nobody else believes that, right? <laughs> but this is typical among uh, political leaders. Uh, you often find this in history. Does the UK want an election now? Are, are, do, do they want to jump back into this just to get it uh, resolved, or have they just had enough? And, and Because really, you can't go on. I mean, it's been going on for three years. How, how do people in the UK feel about another election before Halloween? Uh, so I haven't seen uh, the, the, the latest polls, but from what I gather from uh, hearing and reading, uh, it looks like I think the majority understands that the the situation is completely locked jam and an election will probably have to happen. I think that's the normal thing. I mean, to, to complicate all matters, too, is Boris Johnson is proroguing Parliament for five weeks, beginning mm-hmm. next week. And so Parliament was shut down until October 14th. The public is angry at this. So that complicates 
know, the whole game about the I guess my point here, though, the Eves, is like, what can they accomplish in the next few weeks that they haven't been able to accomplish in the last three years? Yeah, so I think his game is, well, if nothing works, you do nothing, and Brexit happens on October 31, because it happens by default. Uh, so I think that's his eventual game, and he's trying to go to Brussels and say, look, it's happening. By default, it's going to happen. So do something. Save everything. Uh, the problem is, the threat is to blow up the UK, not the EU. So, so the EU is like, why, why would that be scared if you want to commit suicide, right? Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can just imagine how those in the UK must be completely exhausted with all of this. Do they have, uh, do they have the stamina for another referendum? Um, yeah, so it is true that a big issue in the UK is the growing apathy. People are tired of this. And they have heard every argument all over. And so there are a lot of people tuning off and saying, just do whatever and do something. I'm fed up with it. But that's usually a great uh, danger, right? Uh, this is when a democracy can really collapse, so can be in, in total crisis. Well, this is how we got to a referendum, right? I mean, everybody, oh, no, we didn't think this would happen. I mean, same sort of thing. Do you, do you, do you go back and try to do the same thing again and pick best two out of three? Uh, where, how do you move forward from this, other than an election? Yeah, so I, I think it will have to come to an election because the, the situation is completely paralyzed. Uh, but the risk is the election may not solve it. But at least it's another kink at the kick in the can, and we'll see what happens. Does it matter the fact that the election is, if held, will be held October fifteenth, with obviously the the exit date being October thirty first? Would it be better if it was after that? Would it matter? Uh, yeah, I mean, most uh, I think at least Labour and the Liberal Democrats prefer to have the election before. Because in case they win, uh, they can shape the process. Uh, but there is a danger, on the other hand, if the election happens October 15 and Boris Johnson wins, he can uh, override the bill uh, to prevent no deal. And then therefore pull out without a deal, like he originally And then thought. pull out without a deal. So everybody's calculating. It's very, very complicated, right? There's so many iterations in what can happen. So when will we see an election called, do you think? Well, we know that uh, it's going to be introduced in Parliament on Monday. So the Conservatives, the, you know, the, the Boris Johnson will introduce it on right. Monday. Uh, and so it's, you know, then Labour has to decide, do they let it go or not, right? And so we'll know on Monday. And if not, uh, we'll see what happens next. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Corbyn has been backed into a corner here, has he not? I mean, how can he not agree to call an election? What's, what's the alternative? Well, first, if the bill, the bill to block no deal doesn't have royal assent by Monday, you can say, well, I've said I want that bill to have royal assent first, and it hasn't happened. So come back later uh, and don't prorogue Parliament. So that's a simple but lame uh, answer. Otherwise, you can say, uh, well, we have uh, a law in the book uh, that calls for an election every four, year, four years, and we have a parliament that functions. Uh, and so, you know, the system calls for keeping it, right? What do you think the world has learned from this exercise, whether being involved in it or watching from afar? What have we learned from this, do you think? Um, well, I hope we're learning, right? Because uh, the thing to learn would be, say, the populist solution, uh, you know, to just destroy global institutions and cooperation 
to solve everything, uh, that promise doesn't work, right? It's leading to a complete impasse. Uh, so I hope that this is the lesson being learned. Um, you know, others like Trump are learning the other lesson. They're telling the British, see, you know, negotiating with the EU is so difficult. You should have never been here. You should just go. It's no deal. <laughs> so there's, there, people learn different lessons. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, have we learned anything about referendums? Right, for sure. Yeah, I think one big, big lesson here is a referendum on something as fundamental as, you know, the integration in the EU, which includes tens of thousands of laws and something so fundamental, it's akin to a constitutional change, right? Uh, so I think the lesson is don't do constitutional change type of decisions based on a one-time referendum. Boy, I've heard that uh, a thousand times since this all went down. Uh, what about, finally, uh, uh, Boris Johnson's brother stepping away from the party? Your thoughts on that? Uh, is that a big blow for Boris Johnson? Obviously, they didn't see eye-to-eye uh, on politics, although certainly within the same party, certainly not the same view on Brexit. How big a blow is this? Well, <laughs> there's so many blows at the same time, and the game is so complicated yeah. that it, it's not a game-changer, but it's one more sign, right? Uh, I know they're close from a human perspective. There's also the sister, Rachel, who tweeted about this. Uh, so all three uh, brothers and sisters are close. Uh, this was interesting that, uh, you know, that Joe Johnson uh, joined the cabinet in the first place, despite having a different view from his brother. But the fact that he's leaving is a signal for everybody else. This, this, the game is really getting nasty here. The gloves are off. You know, the trigger is the, expel, the expulsion from the party of the 21 rebels but some of those people are great you know great heroes like the grandson of uh, winston churchill or kenneth clark or philip hammond right so this is a brutal tactic right to expel the 21 people who have not voted for you wow this is going to be fascinating to see uh what do you predict in the next couple of weeks whoa (laughs) this is i on the whole i i would still predict an election will happen Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think they're so stuck that, yeah, it's hard for Jeremy Corbyn to avoid it. But then the campaign will be so, so hectic and can really lead to different possibilities. So one possibility is somehow Lib, Lib Dems and, um, and, and um, Labour manage to do some kind of cooperation uh, on, a, you know, on a better deal or no, opposed to the deal platform and they somehow win power but i don't think labor or lib dems alone can do it and with jeremy corbyn it's very hard to see that cooperation um otherwise boris johnson may well win his bet Hmm. uh because the opposition is divided so even though he doesn't have majority of the public he may win under the parliamentary system that they have Yves Tibergein has been with us, Professor of Political Science, University of British Columbia, Distinguished Fellow at the Asia-Pacific Foundation of Canada. Thank you so much for the time and insight. Fascinating to watch. The next couple of weeks uh, will be the same. Thank you, Eves. Yeah, big show. Thank you, Scott. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.